Juice Thompson here. Season two, episode five, Wildcat Alley. Looking forward to talking all things Northwestern with my guy, Alex Marco Tudio. And just a reminder, the Wildcat Alley podcast is now sponsored by our friends at Underdog Fantasy. And just a reminder, we also have a, a match. If you deposit up to $100, they will match $100 into your Underdog Fantasy account. So please get with us. The, the promo code is WCA24 for your, uh, for your match at Underdog Fantasy. And Juice, let's get into it, man. We got a lot to talk about as we head into late January. The Cats are coming off a really strong win at home against Maryland. And like we know, it's super critical to take care of your home court. And um, would love to hear your insight on how we pulled it off the other night. You know, you and I were sitting really close together at the game. It was, a, it was a great atmosphere in there, uh, being retro night and all. But what's most important is we came out with the win. It was ugly at times. We didn't shoot the ball well. But uh, our veteran leadership took over down the stretch and we were able to knock down some big free throws and uh, get a key stop on Jameer Young, who was a handful uh, in that second half especially. So love to hear your insight on the game and, and yeah. what stood out well, to you. First off, you know, it was great to see you and Angie there without, the, without your kid, without your daughter. Now, that was cool to see you guys there. And then <laughs> kind of like felt like old times. My boy Salon yeah. was there. And we're talking about all the old times we would yeah. have in that gym and just us going out having fun. So it was great seeing you there. And as you know, like that first half, it wasn't the most entertaining or exciting game. It was more one of those grinded out games, physical beating up on each other, yep. great defense. And then, you know, Taylor two halves, you know, it was just an offensive scoring half, you know. Young, he like you said, he's a handful. He was getting whatever he wanted, and you know we got to give credit to Boo. Just reading and listening to the press conference, Coach Collins said, you know, Boo wanted to guard Young on that last possession, but you know, Boo being the best perimeter defender, he has a lot of responsibility on offense, so he can't take on that challenge every night of guarding the best guard. So I think that was really special. And stink, like you mentioned, you know, our experience kicked in. Our veterans really stepped up, made big plays. You know, Ty Berry, he didn't have the biggest scoring night like he has been the last few games, but stepped up and made some big free throws. And it looked like he actually wanted the yeah. ball in that those crucial moments to go make free throws. And, you know, Matthew Nicholson, got to give him a shout-out. Coach Collins shouting him out in the press conference, said he's playing like he was last season. And he was. You know, he's coming off the bench now, but he's rebounding, he's dunking, he's finishing things, and – He's moving his feet on the defensive end, and he's really, you know, he's he's stepping it up and playing how we all know he's capable of playing, and that's been a huge help to us. And one other person I really got to shout out is Brooks Barnheiser. You know, he really just stuffed the stat sheet, and you mentioned it uh, the last episode when he took that tape and stuff off his hand. He's shooting the ball better. He's yeah. scoring and everything. And what he had five steals, what five, re four rebounds three assists, 15 points, so all around a great game. I think just yeah. us stepping yeah. up, staying composed, yeah. and using our home court to our advantage with the students getting loud and dressed in the neon, it played off, and we made some big plays down the stretch. So anything? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Yeah, I mean, if you look at the game, I mean, if, if we make six threes, you know, or six of 21 from three, you're going to be – you're going to look at that and be like, wow, we won the game, we shot only – 43% overall, 40% overall, 43%. Um, you know, a lot of those times we, you know, 
we could see an L in the in the column. But we shot the ball well from the 18 to 22 from the free throw line, which has kind of been an Achilles heel for us this year. Um, but like you mentioned, Ty stepped up and made really big shots down the stretch. He hit that big three on the wing and then had a nice find for Boo in the corner late in the second half and really just made a lot of those glue guy type plays. He didn't, you know, he still got the double figures based on, um, you know, he made his free throws down the stretch, but um, just a really clutch performance from him. He was all over the the defensive glass as well. Um, and like you said, he won the ball late in the game. He ripped that ball yeah. from Nicholson at the end to make sure he was the one to get to the stripe. I love that stuff. Man. Yeah, I, I, I really do. He was confident. He stepped up and, you know, none of his free throws even looked like they were going to miss. He was calm, cool, collected, stepped up and uh, basically iced the game away and made them, uh, you know, really panicked and, and, and throw the ball long at the end. And we ended up uh, icing the game away. So really big performance there. I like Martinelli's energy off the bench. She had some got had a great first game. half, got the dunk, got the dunk, got the dunk. Hey, yeah. got the dunk. And then got a couple like big rebounds that turned into points for us. Um, so I thought he was a huge spark off the bench. We outscored their bench 15, nothing um, over the course of the game with Nicholson and, uh, and Martinelli chipping in huge contributions there. And then again, I, 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 I think it just like Brooks's composure and his energy and effort defensively is, is one of those just like contagious things and something that you can count on every night. I mean, you, 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 you noted it 15 and five steals, four rebounds, three assists, no turnovers. And then at the end, we turn it over to our horse, boo, right? Like he made the huge floater, 17 footer, banged a three in the corner, um, made a great play getting downhill with like 25 After seconds left, really caught Maryland off guard, you know, went left and then came back to his right and made the little scoop. Um, and then I think the most important part was like, hey, let me guard, let me guard young. I'm going to get the stop on the defensive end. And he forced him into a, a, a tough mid range jumper. That um, you know, it looked it seemed like it was his only miss of the second half. I mean, he got at twenty eight in the second half, um, and was just doing what he does. He get to the basket at will, make a tough jumpers, and then a lot of times we were playing good D. Hit a tough pull up over Ryan. Hit an unbelievable sidestep three over Ty after he stopped his first yeah. move, his second move, his third move, yeah. and still banged it over him. Bang. So um, you know, you got to give credit where credits due at times, right? Like the. We have struggled with isolation scorers, and I think this is just another example of um, of that. So, nonetheless, when it comes down to it, it's a W um, in the right column, and we took care of home court, which is super crucial in this league. You've seen over the course of the first month how difficult it is for teams to go on the yeah. road and win. So we were able to, to get a road win at Penn State and use that um, and almost win at Wisconsin. We played well enough to yeah. win at Wisconsin, right? They they made some plays down the stretch. They made some jumpers. We turned it over, um, had a chance to win, right? The game where you could take a lot of positives from, but at the end of the day, you come home, you take care of business, and now we can set ourselves up for a nice little run here um, as we end January with, like we'll talk about, some really difficult uh, matchups on yeah. the calendar yeah. ahead of us. We got a lot to look forward to, and like you said, I think, you know, back to Wisconsin, we were in the game. That's pretty much one of the, all you can ask for, especially being on the road, playing against a well-coached veteran team like that and in that arena. As you know, it's hard playing there. So 
think they use that momentum and learn some things and are able to apply it to this Maryland game, which now sets us up for the end of this month, which is going to be crucial for us. If we're trying to really solidify ourselves as a top five team in the Big Ten and get back to the national rankings, looks like we're starting to get some votes. And, you know, we got to try to really push and try to expand and make a difference in the, in the standings. So is anything, any games you're looking forward to that we got coming up? I know we're on the road, you know, Nebraska, then we're back home, Illinois, and we got some stuff coming up. Who, which games are you looking forward to? Any keys in any of those games? I think if we can win at Nebraska in a hostile environment at Pinnacle Bank, that would be a huge win for us. That team is tough, especially at home. They play with a lot of energy. Um, they've shored up their defense, and they have some scorers, right? Tominaga shoots it from the parking lot and can go off at any moment. Um, they're strong offensive rebounding team. They play through their center, kind of like how we play a lot, um, yeah. Juice. They, they do a lot of really good stuff. Hoiberg's done a really good job this year. Um basically recentering that team and, and, and building a new philosophy. So I like the way they play. They, they, they had a tough loss in overtime on the road at Rutgers um, before our game. Um, so they'll be hungry. Uh, they'll be, they'll be looking to, to take it to us in their own building. But again, if we could, if we could squeak out a, another road win there, I think that'd be a huge win on our resume, huge for our confidence as we go into the real gauntlet next week, which is, home against Illinois, a team that embarrassed us in their building. Um, So I know we'll be out for blood. I want to talk about that a little more. And then we're home again uh, against Ohio State and then at Purdue. So we have a tough stretch of four games here that, you know, if we can go three and one, I I think that would be a, a huge, uh, a huge accomplishment for the team. I know they're going one game at a time, but if we can go three and one in, in this four, uh, I think we'd set ourselves up to, to be ranked, to move up the, the the seed line as well. I've seen us at about a 10 right now. Um, I definitely think we have the, the potential to be upwards of a, of a five seed if we can continue to play to our potential. Um, so that being said, let's, let's really focus on a couple yeah. of these big games coming up. Illinois, we talked about it in one of our earlier pods. They ISO'd us. They played with Coach Collins called Booty Ball, uh, which I thought was hilarious. Like old school, like 90s uh, NBA where they would just like where they'd back you down and then yeah. just ISO you. And they did it um, with the mask. So I'm, I'm looking for someone to step up and take the challenge on of guarding him one-on-one and saying, you know what, we're not going to let this dude have 30 again and dictate the whole game. That's what I want to see from, uh, from that. Obviously, I think the home crowd is going to be in – incredible advantage and it's going to be hostile in there as well with our biggest rival coming to town. So I'm looking forward to, I think it's going to be a treat, but my number one key is who's going to step up and who's going to take on the responsibility of trying to slow down the mask and make sure his night is just not as easy as it was. uh, So if you could pick, who would you, who would you put on him? If you got one guy we're going to throw out there because you know, Collins has said boo is the best perimeter defender. But, you know, he has a lot to do on the offensive end, so you can't have him there. Who? It's a good question. I I think, I think I'd either put Ty okay. or Brooks on. Yeah, I was thinking Ty as well. I like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, now that I think about it, 
I'm trying to look at the matchups for Illinois. Like they're a sh- very strong offensive yeah. rebounding team. What I've seen some teams do is put their center on Ty Rogers. Uh, yeah. The point guard. He's not an outside, he's not real outside threat, but he's he's a good he's a good player. I like Ty Rogers. I think he's shifty, he gets in the lane and makes the right plays. But I don't I, I don't know if I would hate that. Putting the center on Ty Rogers, matching up um Brooks or one of our, you know, bigger forwards on Gurrier or um yeah, Coleman you know, Hawkins. He, he causes problems with that pick and pop. He can shoot it and he can drive. Exactly. Similar to like Nebraska with their big. Yeah. So Yeah. So I'm 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 interested to see how we how we handle that defensive philosophy. I think Brooks would be the best matchup for Damask just with his size and ability to um to handle like ball handlers. But um I think probably matchup wise yeah. we'll probably okay. go with Ty. And then potentially send some some extra guys there, or just have an, an extra opportunity to help and make them beat us from. Yeah, no, that's from that's three. great. I was I was thinking the same thing, so that's really good. And one other thing, like you said, I they were backing us down that game. I feel like we were like a step late, a step slow on our traps. You know, usually we're really active yes. with hands on balls, but Illinois they had that ball moving around, and we were pretty much chasing the entire game, and they're getting open threes. So I think, you know, I'm sure they're going to adjust and clean up some of those traps. But mainly, you know, the Illinois, that's a big game. Another opportunity to get a signature win to add to our resume to boost our, you know, our seeding in the NCAA tournament, which, you know, we're going to go back. I'm confident in that. But, you know, most importantly, protect home court. Like you said, in the Big Ten, you got to win at home. And, you know, we got to get some more wins on the road to build that momentum. But. Definitely looking forward to being in the building at that Illinois game. You know, the student section is going to be crazy. Yeah. Illinois is going to have their fans there. So that'll be good to celebrate. I'm sure it's going to be other alumni and people there to watch. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm pretty sure they're going to bounce back and have a another game plan and get guys moving around. Because remember that game, guys were standing around a lot watching Boo kind of play one-on-one. Yeah. So I'm definitely excited to be in the building for that one. Might have to come a little bit. For sure. Me too. It's like my favorite, one of my favorite games to attend every year. Definitely. For sure. And playing, right? As a player, you always got extra hype for that game. There was a different, there's a different energy in the building when, um, when Illinois is in town. It's hard to explain, right? It's like you come out for warmups and there was just a little extra buzz in the air. Uh, yeah. Due to that rivalry, you just wanted to, you wanted to be so bad. I remember my last game playing and we ended up winning. Did you guys, you end up getting them a good amount of times leading them? Yeah, we got them yeah. a few times. We actually had success in Champaign. Never. Um, had it. it was, it was like the opposite. Like we, we, uh, we won twice in Champaign and then they, they beat us. They beat us at home. So, um, wow. it was, it was wild. And, um, yeah, this like, it's, it's a great rivalry. Uh, I, I remember when when we played Juice, we got that Ooh, CBS man. game on uh, Saturday or Sunday morning. That was so that, dude, it was so lit in there. Morning game, dude. North I remember, Trying. I'll never forget it. Like first time I think on CBS for Northwestern, and just dude the atmosphere and just yeah. I remember the crowd and everything. We ended up pulling that game out and man, just as you know, being an yeah, Illinois person is. Just, I feel like can't. Explain. 
it was extra cold that day too. I remember warming yeah, up. Yeah, my yeah, hoodies. yeah, like, hoodies, or, like, yeah. Yeah, we were warming yeah. up in like hoodies. There. Early morning. Yeah, yeah. It was freezing. Wow. Certain things that's yeah. sticky. All right. Well, we know they're coming in, and then right after that, we got a, another tough team, Ohio State, coming in, who's been on a like a downward trajectory lately. I think they lost their last three Big Ten games, but as you know, in the Big Ten, you can't count anybody out. So what do you think with that one? I know, you know, they got the Jamison Battle who transferred in what, from Minnesota. So we obviously know him. Yep. We got what Thornton, the point guard, who's having a great year. What do you see as like some keys for that? And I'm, you know, hopefully we, you know, get that win. Illinois have that momentum, get the crowd back on a Saturday night. We'll be in the building for that one as well. What do you see for that game? Yeah, that's that's going to be a tough game. Uh they are they're not playing up to their potential especially as of late uh you know they've been in the top 25 they have really skilled players i really like roddy gale uh i think he has a ton of potential and has the opportunity to be an all-league type player um when his confidence is there and when he's uh in attack mode uh i've seen ohio state a lot this year jameson battle's been a really good fit there he shot the ball extremely well so I'm looking forward to running him off the line, making them take tough twos, but at the same time, containing Thornton, making sure we're picking him up early, not letting him him get downhill and making it very difficult for him coming off ball screens um, and not give them easy twos. I, I think he's really tough when he gets in that, he gets two feet in the paint. He's got that strong wide body where he can really get into the big, get into the big men and, and finish over them. Uh, and he can gain confidence real quickly and start distributing and, and all that. So I think he's a real key to their team. If we can if we can stall him a little bit, make him have a difficult night, I think it just uh, allows us to, to focus on some other guys and make sure they're not getting off. Um, really need to worry about Jamison Battle from, from three. When he's making two plus threes, they're really tough, right? He's had games where he hit six, seven threes, um, you know, going for 30, they're not going to lose those ones. So being able to contain him, contain the bounce, and uh, and make sure that they're making or they're taking tough twos or contested threes, uh, that, that's going to be a real key. Yeah, to the game. I agree. Then also taking care of the ball like we've been doing, we do an amazing job, six, seven turnovers yeah. in a game. And then we got a rebound. You know, we were able to let that Maryland game we pulled out recently – you know, we did a good job. We won a rebounding battle in that, won a turnover battle. We got to continue to do that as well as slowing down, you know, Ohio State's perimeter players and rebound the ball, take care of the ball, and then play our defense. Active hands, you know, we're going to trap in the post here and there. Just be scrappy. That team getting on the floor, diving for loose balls, and I'm sure the crowd will be behind us on that Saturday night as well. So looking forward to getting, you know, a couple home wins and then – that sets us up for the last game of January, going down to Purdue, where you know they're ready for us. Two years in a row, we knocked them off one yeah. when they're number one at our home court. Now we're going back there. I know you got some interesting facts about playing at Purdue. So what do you think on that? I'll let you go ahead and talk about that Purdue game. Well, number one, you know they have that, that game circled. They're they are anxious and chomping at the bit to get us again and get them on get us on their home court um, where historically we have not had great success. I think the last win uh, was in 2013, 2014 season uh, when Drew popped off in 27. 
Um, other than that, I know I didn't win there. I know we haven't won there a lot. You you won in 2008, 2009, which is a huge win. But other than that, I think we've won four times in the century in Mackey Arena. Yeah. So, like, we have a, a steep hill to, to climb in order to get a dub there. They're undefeated at home. They play with a different energy there. They shoot the ball better. And that place gets rowdy real quick. So I think it's going to be a really difficult game. We need to keep it close. Um, but at the same time, it's going to be one of those games where they're out for blood. And we need to be able to, to swing back with all our might in order to hang in there. So um, I'm really looking forward to it. We obviously have a couple big weeks coming up. Can't look too far ahead. But I know Purdue is going to have that game circled, and, and they're looking at Northwestern as like, we need to get a game against these guys and, and, and prove to the world that they don't have our number uh, over the last couple of years, and, and, and we can beat them. So I think it's going to be a, a really fun atmosphere. It's going to be a real good couple of weeks, and we just got to take it one game at a time, starting with Nebraska here on, on, on Saturday afternoon, get a dub there, take care of business at home against really good teams, Ohio State and Illinois, and then worry about Purdue uh, when the yeah. time comes uh, yeah. a couple weeks down. we got a, a, a tough jan- end of January coming up, but I'm confident in the guys. Yeah, Deuce, I wanted to – one thing I wanted to, to plug here, uh, you unfortunately had to move oh, down yeah, in the, yeah, the assist yeah, rankings. Um, what, what do you have to say to yeah. Bo about, uh, about breaking – through and, and getting to, to number yeah, two. No, time big congratulations to him. You know, he's moving up in assists. He just passed me. Uh, you know, I, I received some text messages at the game uh, against Maryland. Oh, you know, they sound oh, who passed your record. They, they show me on the TV and everything. But no, I'm happy for him. You know, records are, are, are made to be broken. And, you know, when it when it is broken, you want it to be someone like Boo. Someone that's been a believer in the program. He's had opportunities to transfer, go other places and, you know, test the portal, even test, you know, go play professionally. But he decided to come back for his fifth year and he's done everything. He's the perfect example of what Northwestern represents on and off the court. So him bypassing me is is special and I'm happy that he's done it. And I'm, you know, hoping to see him go break all the other records, you know, first and assist. He's close. You know, he's got, what, maybe 200 points or so to get up there with John Sherna. So I hope to see him him beat yep. that. And I even told him last year, you know, my, my Big Ten tournament scoring record. Somebody's going to beat it. It, it. it has to be you. Zach Eady was close last year, and I was nervous. Yeah. But I told him, make sure you win. But, you know, if anybody's capable of doing it, it's definitely you to go out and, you know, beat that, that scoring record. So definitely proud of him, happy, and excited to see what else he can do as a Wildcat this season and then beyond. Yeah, I think that the scoring, the scoring one definitely in reach. And I think he'll get there for sure, just based on the tear he's been on and, and how yeah. he's been scoring the ball. Assists, the fact that BMAC That's had crazy. 700 some, seven hundred assists in four years, Very. super impressive, super impressive. And I don't think he's yeah. going to get there. He's got to get some more. Um, we need him to score the ball. So let, let get to get the Cerny's record, and uh, we'll yeah. be happy for you. Um, the assist record, if he somehow gets the assist record too, cool. then I think we're going right. to win a lot of games. In tournament. That's for sure. We're going deep in the tournament for sure. It's yeah. possible. It's possible the yeah. way he plays. Yeah. So 
definitely happy for him, man. He's got to gotta keep it up. They got to stay healthy and just got to keep leading, man. He He's on the right track. So all of the guys are. They all improved and happy to be, you know, a Wildcat representing and, and keeping up with these guys. So we'll see how it unfolds. See how sure. it unfolds. So a little yeah, it's going to be an exciting next couple of weeks, Juice. Look forward to seeing you at the games. Uh, a lot of r- really good basketball on tap, um, not only for Northwestern, but in the entire conference. I think we're really boosting our uh, – really boosting the Big the Big Ten stature now. I think we're starting to put the rest of the country on notice about, you know, the, the quality of the top teams in the conference. You know, you look at Wisconsin – you look at us, you look at Illinois, you look at Michigan State, and obviously Purdue. You know, we have a really strong foundation of really good ball clubs that can beat any team on any night. And I'm confident that we're going to show have a better showing in the tournament. So looking forward to the rest of the year. Obviously, a lot of basketball ahead of us. Um, but nonetheless, Juice, looking forward to seeing you in Welsh Ryan, talking Northwestern hoops. As always, been a great episode of the Wildcat Alley podcast. I'm Alex Margatulio, Juice Thompson, signing signing out out for today. Go Cats. Beyond the Big Ten, shout out. Catch us on Underdog Sports. Deposit your cash and get that match bet of 100. There we go.